Welcome to Picks with the Professor, the show where a real statistics professor gives you sports betting tips. I'm your host, Professor Sides, and for the latest updates, information, you can follow me on Twitter at Professor Sides. This Major League Baseball episode covers both games scheduled to be played on Wednesday, October 19th, 2022. In case you're new here, check out the webpage on the banner. It's listed right there, www.pickswiththeprofessor.com slash new for a primer and explanation. You can pause if need be. Otherwise, the goals for this episode are to share key information about these games, give you a few things to think on, and explain why certain plays are being made. I never recommend blindly tailing or fading any pick, but rather to hear the justifications and thought processes to make sure you're fully on board with me or against me before investing your hard-earned money. As always, remember that there are no locks and gambling. So what I provide are loves, locks, and leans. It is A, B, and C grades. So indicate my confidence level with respect to scaling wagers. However, please understand that good and bad variants will occur. So as much as I'd like to say will be profitable each and every day, that is an impossible reality for any gambler. Not a good Tuesday. Uh, lost both of the plays. Didn't touch either total. Both did go under, um, but stayed away from both of those. Uh, like I said, we're not going to be profitable every day. Still been a very profitable playoffs for us. Hopefully we get back on track here on Wednesday. Nothing more to say other than that. Um, it's overall been more ups than downs and uh, playoffs been up, but yep, Tuesday wasn't good. Uh, but we'll get them here on Wednesday. Before I get to the slate, some reminders. Please hit that like button if you're on YouTube. Also, if you aren't yet, please consider subscribing or following. It's free. And if you turn on notifications, you won't miss any of the college basketball and movie or college football content that this channel provides. And a reminder, we've set up that Patreon page for those of you looking to support the show and get extra benefits. Membership starts at just 3 bucks per month. It's the play of the days. Any added plays that I'm unable to make on show because there are no lines available. And again, our top tier Patreons, 15 bucks a month, get you early access to projected spreads. I have a projected spread for every single potential game of the championship series. Projecting pitchers, I don't really know who's going to pitch in all of them and exactly how these managers are going to handle. No days off. And uh, it's going to be interesting. Games three, four, five, six, seven, all uh, without any days off. Uh, if you count that up, right, that's three, four, five, six. And uh, what are you going to do? Go back to the guy who used in game three on short rest? You're going to go on a five-man rotation? Don't really know, right? I, I assume it'll be short rotation uh, Short rotation here um, is, is what I'm assuming. But anyway, I got projections for all those games up on Patreon. 15 bucks a month gets you that early access. Uh, about to run, after I get the recording of this, about to run the series probabilities for each team winning in a certain number of games. Again, lots of benefits over there on Patreon. If you want to join us there, that link is in the show description uh, or it's just patreon.com slash picks with the professor. Uh, but we'll get right to it here. All lines courtesy of Bet Online. Sign up link in the show description. And current as the time of this recording on Tuesday night, a reminder the price you see on screen in parentheses is the money line price needed for that play to reach a certain level according to sideline. 435 Eastern. Important note, of course, it's 1.35 local time in San Diego. It will be a hot one, even though it's October, middle of the day, a little bit of heat here in San Diego, mid to upper 80s for the entirety of this game. The ball doesn't tend to fly in that ballpark, but this is going to be the most hitter-friendly weather that we can really imagine for Petco Park. Winds will be blowing in Maybe a little bit across. The more across it is, the more friendly it is to the hitters. The more in it is, 
obviously the more friendly it is to pitchers. And I always say more cross it's not friendly to hitters. It's just not friendly to pitchers, which kind of works out for to help them out. Right. So uh, if I were to take this and say the winds are blowing across uh, sideline would say the total should be maybe more like 7.3, 7.4. If I were to take the winds and blow them straight in, we're talking more 7.1, 7.0. But either way, I think it should be seven to seven and a half, depending on exactly what that wind does. I will update the total um, in the morning. So check the, the sheet. I'll have it there I'll, at the bottom. I'll say when I updated it. So, so you can see if it's changed off of the current projection of 7.2. Either way, I'm going to lock this over in. Even if the winds blow in, the projection drops to 7.1 or 7.0. 87 degrees, the ball flies through air at that temperature. And, and we tend to see in San Diego a lot of night games and a lot of games with temperatures in the upper 60s, maybe the low 70s, but this extra warmth is going to make it play like a different ballpark. I think the ball is going to carry a little bit better. I think this total number, the total number looks just like it did the day before. And I would agree that the pitchers are pretty similar. The difference between you, Darvish, and Blake Snell is not a lot. According to sideline, Darvish got an 80 grade. Snell gets an 84, but Snell's looked really good this last part of the year. And, and his last start, um, there in the playoffs, I believe it was one of his best ones that he's had, one of his deepest ones that he's had. A pretty good pitcher there. And look, Zach Wheeler was on it on Tuesday, and Nola is just as good, if not better. So the pitching, I think, is about the same, but I think we're going to see much more hitter-friendly conditions. I talked about this for Tuesday, a game starting with the sun up, but it wasn't this hot, and the sun went down, and then the runs just disappeared, which which can happen in that ballpark. Day game, though, I think it's a different story. I think we see some runs finally. I think this number's a little bit lower just as an overreaction to that game one. Uh, I think six and a half is too low. So I'm going to lock in over six and a half minus 125 as an official over recommendation from me. And with regards to side, as you can see there on screen, I'm going to take the Padres minus 122. And you can see that falls squarely in the B grade range. I would need a minus 114 for an A grade pick. Minus 115 and minus 124 is a B grade pick. So Padres minus 122. Lock that in as a B grade for me. I think it's the right side. I just don't think there's a ton of value on this one. Sideline says it should be Padres minus 126. So a slight edge to the home team, but really not a drastically different handicap in game one. Again, Wheeler was awesome, and that's possible that Nola does the same thing. But, I mean, sub one guy out for the other. They're both really good, but they're not perfect, and the Padres' offense is good. And it didn't show up in game one, but that doesn't necessarily tell us anything about game two. Um, Darvish pitched well. I expect Snell to pitch well. Billy's offense is good, not as good as the Padres' offense. Darvish and Snell, good. Not as good as Wheeler and Nola. Difference, I think, is the Padres bullpen of the game being played in San Diego. Didn't work out in game one, but that doesn't tell us anything for game two. It's different pitchers, different weather. It's just a different game. Players wake up, feel different, hit different. I mean, the, the difference between you know a couple of those line drives out, being out for the Padres and being home runs is not that much. I mean, it, it's it's a lot of random variation. So I, I, I still think the Padres are the side. I think it's a little bit of an overreaction here to both of the uh, way the first game played out with regards to the side and the total, uh, but only a B-grade pick because of the value at minus 122 is not overly strong. But again, minus 114 would get me an A-grade if that's a price you can find at any point. The night game. Yankees at the Astros. Listen, as an Astros fan, this is the sixth straight ALCS that my team has been a part of. It's just kind of how it plays out, it seems like. Um, it's a lot of fun as a fan. Uh, 
I have to tell you, this is the most confident I've been as an Astros fan in any of these ALCSs. Uh, this Yankees team is going to have a near impossible time winning this series just based off the way it's set up for them. If their bullpen had been healthy like middle of the season, maybe had they not traded Jordan Montgomery away, which was a questionable decision uh, in my opinion, and now they have to use Tyon, who's uh, definitely a downgrade. You know, maybe a different story, but with this bullpen the way it is, now having to play eight games in nine days, the travel in this one is miserable for them. This is a massive edge. The Ashers in game one, uh, their pitchers are set up right. <laughs> Having all this rest, um, the Yankees pitchers are not. Not to say that the Yankees can't win this series. Anything is possible in baseball. You know, we saw that with the Padres beating the Dodgers in the last round, right? Nobody would have expected that to happen. Um, there is random variation, but with regards to just how it sets up, it sets up really well for the Astros, including in game one. Justin Verlander versus Jamison Tyon, I don't have to tell you it's a massive edge to the Astros. Travel, don't have to tell you it's a massive edge to the Astros. Bullpen, don't have to tell you it's a massive edge to the Astros. Offenses are about the same. Both offenses are very good offense. That's the only place the Yankees can hang in there with the Astros. But sideline says it should be Astros minus 189. Currently, that's enough for a B-grade pick on the money line, but... Got a slightly different angle on this one. The total in this game is six and a half. Sideline says it should be 7.6. It's a pretty wide discrepancy. I'm going to play the over six and a half, even though it's at minus 120. I think this should be seven. If I'd go over seven as well, a little bit of a like, this is why I, I, I took the grades away for totals and just kind of say, look, I'm either going to recommend them or I'm not. You never know with Verlander pitching and this travel for the Yankees. This travel could massively affect their bats. And if it does, um, Verlander could go out there and throw seven shutout innings. And if the Yankees score zero one runs, Astros could easily get this over by themselves, but it's a little bit harder of a task for them to do that. So I like the over. It's a recommendation. Um, but either way, because I think there's more runs going to be scoring, I think the Ashes are the right side. This is that perfect combination we talked about for laying the one and a half on the run line, which is the pick I'm going to make a plus 120. It's an A-grade pick for me. I think this is tremendous value, and I don't know why it's plus odds. To me, the probability of this happening is about 50-50, and plus 120 means we only need it to hit um, you know, 45-ish percent of the time in order for it to be a profitable venture. I think it's a really solid edge here on the Astros' run line. I think the Astros have a really good chance of winning and a really good chance of this getting ugly. Like I said, I think the bats for the Yankees are going to be about as sleepy as possible based off this travel in game one against one of the best pitchers in the world in Justin Verlander. Guy who's going to come out and want to have a good start after what happened last time against the Mariners. And like I said, I think the Astros can put up a lot of runs against Jamison Tyon, who is barely better than average and pitchers barely better than average have not had success against this Astros offense. Um, this is a pitcher that's worse than Robbie Ray, who the Astros, you know, ha had a fun time with in their um, a limited action against, right. And the Mariners were terrified to throw against him against them. Right. So, so it, it's, it's not Luis Castillo. It's not George Kirby. Um, and they even hit Logan Gilbert and all three of those guys are, are better uh, than tie on. So I think the Astros score a lot of runs. So I said, I like the run line here. You can play the money line. It's steep. It's a steep price. I just think take the plus odds on the run line here. Like I said, I'm always a little bit nervous with the minus one and a half with the home team, unless I think it might get out of hand. And this is the game that it's going to get out of hand for the Astros. 
the other games. Um, a little bit less likely for that to happen. Still possible, of course, in game two with Fromber against a still tired Yankees team. They'll get a little bit of a reset with that day off and going back to New York where they'll have a much better chance in three, four, and five. Uh, but this sets up to be the most lopsided game of the series given the travel and just the massive starting pitcher discrepancy here. About as big as we've seen in the playoffs here, having a guy who's one of the best pitchers in baseball versus one of the more average pitchers. And given all the good pitchers we've seen in the playoffs, one of the worst one to pitch in the playoffs. So again, I'm all over the Astros here. If you want to split your bet, play a little safer, you can, but I'm just going a grade on the run line at plus 120. And again, double overs, Padres and Astros. That's my place here for this Wednesday. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Picks with the Professor. Don't forget to subscribe so you can ensure all the sports betting content we run on this channel is dropped right into your feed. I'll see you again tomorrow with more. Until then, as always, best of luck. And remember, you can get your betting money, but please don't bet your any money.